People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle. The name of today's episode is Dear Mama. I had to do a Mother's Day episode in honor of Mother's Day. I think that's super important to show love to all of the mothers all over the world. And I want to discuss my upbringing and what motherhood means to me. Um, I think Mother's Day is one of my favorite holidays because it's a celebration to honor the mother of a family. Um, it's also a celebration for motherhood, maternal bonds, and just the influence of mothers in today's society. And it means a lot to me because I am a proud mother and it's becoming a mother was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I feel like I think that motherhood is both a privilege and a sacrifice. I think it's a privilege to be a mother because there are many women in the world that want to be mothers and they are unable to be mothers or, you know what I'm saying? All women are not able to physically carry a child or give birth or, you know, have biological children. So I definitely do think that it's a privilege. Um, But I think that motherhood is also a sacrifice. It's definitely a sacrifice. I feel like once you become a mother, obviously there are many things that change in your life. There are certain things that you have to give up or even just in the process of raising a child, I feel like you have to sacrifice. Um, I think motherhood to me means unconditional love, sacrifice, and patience. Those are three things that motherhood has taught me. And (laughs) those are things that I didn't really have before or I felt like I didn't have. Like patience, I still don't think that I'm a patient person, 100%. But it's definitely taught me to have patience. Like you got to have patience when you have a child. There are times when you want to just blow up and go crazy, but you got to take a step back, woo-sigh, and handle whatever the situation is. Unconditional love, I feel like love today is conditional. I feel like people only love you when it benefits them or it's a condition. I'll love you until you can't do this for me. I'll love you until, you know, 
I don't know. I just want to get up and leave or whatever. But I feel like the love for my child is unconditional. It's going to be there no matter what, through whatever happens. And I feel like that's the way that I feel about my child. Like, and I think a lot of mothers feel that way. Like, there's nothing that their child could ever do. And I think mothers are the most accepting people in the world. Like, you know, you got people that will change or be different towards people because of a lifestyle they live or the person that they choose to be or the person that they feel that they are. Like, a mother is always going to have your back regardless. Um, And then just the the bond that, you know, mothers and children have. It's unbreakable. And I don't think that, I don't want to downplay fathers or men or whatever, but, like, you'll never be able to truly understand the connection and the attachment that a mother and a child have because we actually carry them for nine months. We're carrying a life in our body and then we give birth like it's just a it's just a different attachment it's a different bond that you'll never be able to understand um so i'll take it back and explain my upbringing and how my relationship with my mother is how i think it's affected me and i'll talk about my relationship with my child how i want it to be and where it's at today So, my parents were married before I was born. I was born in 1990. And they got divorced when I was nine years old. And being young, I remember having, like, a decent relationship with my mom. Like, I remember... The stuff that I used to make her at school for Mother's Day. And I remember I used used to make her, like, jewelry boxes. And I used to write, you know, the messages that little kids write to their mom. I remember I used to always say, like, I love my mom. She makes me tacos and she makes me lasagna and whatever. And I always felt like, you know, I had a decent relationship with my mom. But I was always also a daddy's girl. Always a daddy's girl. And so when my parents got divorced when I was nine years old, you know, it was a big battle between them for, like, custody. And, you know, they obviously that's always a a terrible thing to go through, like breaking up a family and having to, you know, try to figure out what to do with the child. And I just remember, like, I used to go to court, and I remember one time I had to sit down and talk to somebody, and they asked me, like, well, where do you want to be, and, you know, who do you want to be with? And I remember telling them, like, I want to be with my dad, and I want to live with my dad. And I remember they were, like, writing everything that I was saying down. And then I remember my mom had went in the room after me, And after all of that was over, we had left or whatever. And I remember she was so mad at me because I said I wanted to live with my dad. Like, was mad. And I remember my mom used to say a lot of stuff about my dad. Like, you know, just stuff that mothers would say if they're going through a divorce. And, like, you know, just bad-mouthing the dad. And that's something I definitely don't agree with. And that's one thing that I will always try to refrain from doing with my child because I feel like that's kind of 
what made me like resent her and kind of push me more towards my dad by, you know, speaking bad on him. So um, once they got divorced, I did stay with my mom for a short period of time. And then by the time that I was in fifth grade, somehow the decision was made that I could live with my dad. And I think the reasoning behind that was because my dad was moving. He was leaving Detroit. He was moving to Belleville, which was a like a suburban type area. And I guess my mom felt like, you know, maybe I should go be with him because it'd be better for me to go to school in a better area and, I don't know, get a better education and, you know, go somewhere other than Detroit. So that was that. I had moved with my dad, and at that time, he had gotten remarried, and, you know, that's just the life I lived. And from that point on, my dad raised me from the time that I was in fifth grade all the way up until I graduated high school. And, you know, in the meantime, between the time, he had had many relationships or whatever, but the relationship with my mom was definitely strained. Like, I didn't really see her much. Like, she would come pick me up sometimes, and we would go to eat, and she would, like, take me to the store and get, like, personal items and toiletries and stuff like that. And that was our relationship for years. That's how I grew up. That was just my relationship with my mom. Um, and then it got to a point where, like, I know she would always want to come get me. And at that point, it was like, I don't know. I, I felt like you weren't in my life. I felt like she didn't really do much for me. Um, and all the time while I stayed with my dad, he was paying her child support. And that was a big thing. Like, she never helped out. Or that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, she never gave him money for me or whatever. So, and it's not to say, like, my dad was struggling because I never wanted for anything. But I just always felt like, wow, that's weird. Like, I already don't live with you and then you, you don't, you know, you don't really do anything for me. Um, Another thing that was an issue to me was that she had ended up, I don't know, I guess you want to say dated this guy, and he had a daughter that was the product of a a drug, a drug addict. So I, don't, I feel like the little girl had issues or something. But anyway, I don't even know what happened to the guy. I felt like the guy dipped off and just kind of dropped his daughter off on my mom. And she was raising this little girl for years. And it was like, to me... It was like, you have a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not you felt it was the best decision to send me to be with my dad, it was like, wow, you raising a whole nother kid and you don't do anything for me. You know, that's just how I felt. And like, she was, this little girl was living with her. She was sending her to school, all type of stuff. And it's just like, that was always crazy to me. Um, but you know, I can't really... I don't know what her perspective of the situation is. I don't know. I I don't know the reasoning behind the things that she did or, you know what I'm saying? I really don't know. And it's so funny because I wanted to do this episode and I kind of wanted to have a conversation with her about it, but I just decided not to do it. But I still wanted to speak my piece about it. So anyway, she did that. Um, 
by the time that I got to high school, she wanted to spend more time with me. And there were times where, like, she would try to come pick me up, and I just wouldn't answer the phone. I wouldn't open the door. I just wouldn't go. And I don't know. That's that's just how, I don't know. I just didn't want to just because of how the relationship was and stuff. And I want to say it was once I got to, oh, well, wait. So then when I graduated from high school, of course, she came to my graduation. She came to my open house. But, like, my grandparents had through my open house. And once again, I felt like she wasn't there for me. She didn't do anything for me. And but I will I will give her her props. She did buy my prom dress. She did buy my prom dress. Um that was the least she could do. Um and then I went off to college and I remember when I came home from my first year of college, I moved in with her. So that was the first time that I lived with her since I was nine years old. So there we are trying to, you know, I guess kind of build a relationship or whatever. It was just, I don't know. We just always had a weird relationship. You know, it'll never just be like a regular mother-daughter relationship. And I'm not holding that against her. I feel like I'm over everything that happened. But anyway, so when I moved with her, I remember... One time we ended up having a conversation about our relationship and she was just telling me how hurt she was like when she would try to come get me and I wouldn't answer the phone, wouldn't answer the door or whatever. And I don't know, I feel I still feel like I don't really know why she did what she did or how, you know, the reason for why she went about things, but I know she was hurt by it and whatever. And I'm not trying to hold that against her, but I just know that you know, we'll never have that type of relationship. Um and fast forward to today, like, we have a relationship. I see my mom all the time. She definitely helps me out um, sometimes, and I'm grateful for that. Um, you know, because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody is not perfect. But like I said, we'll just never have that relationship. Um, but like I said, I do appreciate her for the things that she has done for me. And I think that by me having a child... um, I feel like she tries to have a really good relationship with my child, which is good. And she should try to have a good relationship with him. But I feel like she, you know, feels like she has to redeem herself by being a great grandparent to my child because she wasn't really, you know, like a good parent to me, I guess. Um, I think that since I experienced the weird relationship with her, I think that makes me determined to be the best mom that I can be to my son. And I don't want to, you know, I don't ever want what happened with me and my mom to happen with me and my child. Hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Um, But when I found out that... I was pregnant. I, okay, uh, I'll tell the whole story. So at the time, you know, me and my child's father, we were together in a relationship. 
And I'll never forget, I remember, um, well, for one, I was on birth control initially, and then I stopped taking it because it was making, like, my periods really irregular. And I remember I told him that I stopped taking it, and nothing changed. We still had sex. (laughs) Um, And I remember one day, he was like, you look different. And I was like, what? He was like, you look like you gaining weight. And at that time, to me, I didn't really, I was like, wow, you're calling me fat. Like, because I didn't feel any different. But he said it was something about me that, like, you look like you gain weight. And I was just like, whatever. I just kind of, you know, took it as a jab, I guess. And then I remember one day he asked me, he was like, have you had a period? And I'm like, no, but you know, sometimes it switches up. Like, you know, your body changes sometimes. You know, you don't always have your period the same time every month. You know, like it just changes. And he's like, okay. And I remember after he said that, I was kind of like, dang, I haven't had a period. And then I remember like it got to the point where I was like, wow, I still haven't started my period. I remember I was going to work putting like panty liners in my panties like it's going to come today. It's going to come. And it never came. And I was like, wow. (laughs) What's happening? And I don't know why I couldn't just buy a pregnancy test myself. Like, I went to a Planned Parenthood type place, and I took a pregnancy test. And I did, I don't know what I expected, but when she told me I was pregnant, I was like, oh, my God. And, like, I remember it was, like, tears coming down my eyes. And she was like, congratulations. And I just couldn't believe it for some reason. And... It was at that moment that my life changed. I feel like it's different for guys. Like, you could say, you could tell a guy that you're pregnant. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. But, like, I feel like once you find out, the moment that you find out you're pregnant, that's when you become a mother. And that's when your life changed. And I felt like my life changed. Like, every day I was saying to myself, like, wow, I'm somebody's mom. Like, I have a decision to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, either I keep my baby or... I get an abortion, and that weighed so heavy on me. Like, the whole thought process was just crazy. And I remember initially he was scared because we were in school, we were in college, and, you know, I guess he kind of felt like his life would be over if he had a baby. And I remember I had a lot to think about because at the time I was 20 years old, And I'm like, I got a job, but not for real, for real. You know, like, can I take care of a baby? Am I going to be ready for this? And it was so crazy because, like, I had told maybe, like, a couple of my friends, but the first person in my family that I told that I was pregnant was my mom. And that was weird to me. Like, why did I tell her? And she was supportive of the situation. And I told my dad. And, like, the people around me at that time, um, for some reason, I had went back, wait, I'm trying to think, because at that time, I was, I went back to school, but then I was commuting, and I was staying at my grandma's house, and so I remember, like, once everybody found out, she was saying, like, I knew you was pregnant, because you was sleeping a lot, and blah, 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 and... My dad's reaction was like, you know, 
you can have a baby if you want to, but I feel like y'all should get married. And he was just in a whole another direction with it. I'm like, this is already a big enough bomb to drop. Like, I'm pregnant, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. You talking about I need to get married and blah, blah, blah. But I can also see why he would say that. I kind of understand what you mean. Like, if you're going to have a baby with somebody, if you want to make somebody a mother, you should definitely make them a wife. But they should actually be a wife before that. But if you are going to have a baby, why would you not want to be with the person that you're having a baby with? So I understand that. But at the time, it was like... We're still young. We ain't we we got a lot going on. I'm not really worried about trying to get married. Um my dad at first to me he didn't really seem supportive cuz he said a lot of things that were hurtful to me like he said that I would like basically like I wouldn't prosper in life because I was having a baby out of wedlock and like nothing good was gonna come of that and he told me that I would not be blessed if I had a baby like that and that was so crazy to me because (laughs) the way that his life turned like you you got married to my twin brother's mom because you felt like it was the right thing to do but you knew you didn't want to be with her you you know I'm not gonna run down his whole track record of his life but I just felt like it wasn't his place to say that. Or just don't say that somebody's not going to be blessed because they're having a baby and they're not married. You know what I'm saying? Because children are blessings from God. And I can honestly say that my child is a blessing from God. Like, I remember I used to wonder what he would look like, what he would act like, what he would be like. And I honestly think that I birthed a baby genius. Like, my son is so intelligent He's so charismatic. His personality is just, I don't know, it's everything. And I just feel like he is the perfect child. And I couldn't have asked for a better child. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the Lord blessed me with the perfect child. And um, so, you know, whatever. I feel like people came around once I decided that I was going to keep the baby. It. I feel like it wasn't until... My son's father had a conversation with his parents about, you know, about me being pregnant. And when he, his parents were very supportive and accepting of it. And I think that's when he kind of changed his mind and was on board with it. So, you know, the relationship didn't work out, but I wouldn't have it any other way. If I had to do it a million times over again, I would still do everything the way that I did because my child means everything to me. He makes my heart smile. He, I'm all getting emotional. <laughs> but yeah, I would I wouldn't change it for anything. I love being a mom. It's been a crazy journey. I feel like he's made me really grow up. Even though I've always felt like I was super mature, but I feel like he's made me grow up and. I don't know. I couldn't imagine my life without him. Like, I could not imagine my life without him. And I love the bond and the connection that we have. And even though he's so young, he's only seven years old, but I could just tell the type of relationship that we're going to have when he gets older. And I know that my child loves me to death. I know that my child adores me. I know that he would do anything for me. And I can only imagine how much more like or 
how greater that is going to be for him as he gets older. Like, his feeling or his relationship with me. And it makes me happy. He's definitely a mama's boy, and that's fine with me. He will always be a mama's boy. Like, he could never do any wrong in my eyes. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Um... I used to say, after I had him, I used to say that I was one and done. Like, that was my motto. But as time is going on, I feel like I do want to have another child. I feel like I do want to have a daughter. But I would like to be married. And, you know, I would like to have a family. I would like to do it that way. And it's not to say, like, oh, I'm a single mom because, you know, his dad is active in his life. But I don't like my situation at all. And that's not how... I want it to be in the future going forward if I have another child. Like I said before, nigga ain't going to trick me twice. So I want to have a family. I want to be married. I want to have a daughter. Um, but, you know, I want to wait until the time is right. I want to wait until I find the right person. All of that. Um, but, yeah, motherhood, man, it's crazy. It's it's definitely... It's definitely a roller coaster ride. It's a lot of different things that you have to go through. It's a lot of different things that you have to be like. A mom has to be everything. You got to be a nurse. You got to be a superhero. You got to be a teacher. You got to be a nurturer. You got to be a friend. You got to be a parent. You got to be like a coach. You got to be a cheerleader. You got to be everything. You got to be a doctor. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so many sacrifices. And at any given moment, a dad could just be like, fuck this, I'm out. And it's always up to the mom to pick up the pieces and always there to figure it out. Like, a mom always has to figure it out. And I just think that's the difference between moms and dads. And I wish that Mother's Day was every day. Because to me, Mother's Day is every day. I'm on the clock 24 7, 365. You know what I'm saying? I don't get a motherfucking break. This shit ain't gonna stop. Until my heart stopped beating. So, that's what motherhood is to me. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And I hope that y'all enjoy y'all Mother's Day. With y'all moms, with y'all grandmas, with y'all sisters, with your daughters. With whoever is a mom. And whoever has been a mother figure in your life. Whoever, you know, if you have a woman who is the mother of your children. Appreciate her. And show her that appreciation. Because we deserve it. We definitely deserve it. We do a lot. We go through a lot. Women women go through a lot that men will never understand. Like, y'all couldn't walk a day in our shoes. We deal with a lot. So, definitely show the women in your life who are mothers all the love that they need and deserve. And that's another thing. Nick, well, everybody love their mama. But niggas or boys, whatever, men, they love their mamas. Like, if you ever ask a, a son about his mother, like I said, that's the only person that's 100% there for them all the time. Always had their back. Always gone had their back. Some people were raised by a single mom. So, moms are everything. That's all it is to it. Um, and even this song, Dear Mama by Tupac, this is an emotional-ass song. Like, 
you gotta feel every word that he's saying this song. Like this is such an inspiring song. And Tupac, I just love Tupac just cause he loved women. I mean, he did, you know, Tupac was a lot of things, but you can't say that he didn't love and respect women. I love Tupac. But yeah, shout out to all the moms. I hope y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing Mother's Day. I don't really have too many plans. I'm getting my son back today. We're going to have a play date today with little Zoe. And um, tomorrow, we're just going to go to church. Nothing nothing too big. And I'm pretty sure he'll have something special that he made for me. He makes me stuff every day, but it's going to be extra special. And I can't wait to give him all the love and all the kisses and all of that. So yes, happy mothers every happy mothers day everybody. And I hope y'all enjoy this episode.